Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Cardboard Cave. And this is the episode that we have been waiting for. So in technicality, next week would be our final episode of season one. It's been around 35 episodes with you guys since we started. Well, it has, well if we include Commander Knights, it would be a lot of content with you guys. And I and I think that for myself and the whole um host of the show we thank you for giving us your support and we have um a lot of things planned for for next year so expect more things from us and probably a lot of more content and maybe some surprises i don't know with the, the things can happen at 2022 right so let's start with further ado we have our favorite um director like i've always mentioned he has won so many awards that it's that it's crazy it's hilarious and you know he he's so famous that he has he he's like in 30 podcasts including this one so here we go <laughs> and i'm presenting here alejandro orengo the, the last part is accurate the first part is a lie <laughs> And Hi. then we <laughs> and then this time tonight, very early in the in the night, um, and he has the poofiest hair of the poofiest is the one and only Chris. Sup, my dudes. Hey Orengo, you know what they say? For everybody to believe a lie, there's gotta be a little bit of truth in it. True, so. true, sure. <laughs> <laughs> And come on, guys, every every presentation that I do for everybody is 100% legit. Yes, yeah. yes, I agree. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So, guys, let's just let's just touch up a very quick one. Uh, give our give our thoughts about it, because in the last episode, because I was reviewing the previous podcast before um, putting this one uh in the previous podcast, uh, Chris and JP did talk about alchemy for, for a while. So I will start off that I don't like the idea. I hate the fact that right now in Magic the Gathering Arena is kind of impossible to start any format. Let it be historic. Let it be um, standard right now. And let it be now alchemy or if you like to play um, Brawl as well. It's like very difficult because getting these wild cards is 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 kind of kind of impossible you know if you have to continue buying booster booster packs or you have to grind the living heck out of the game not like before that it was a little bit much more easier to grind and get those wild cards or the booster packs that you can get those cards that you need but right now it's really impossible to do it like for me for example i wanted to participate in the the previous event that they did for 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 gems you know that they do like every couple of months they do like this big event that you pay like twenty dollars in gems and you might uh get... the arena open yeah the arena it... open yeah. yeah i wanted to go in the first day was draft the second day was going to be standard i didn't went in because i couldn't i couldn't build not even one standard deck yeah. not even yeah. one and and if I could, I would have to invest in gems in a ridiculous portion because yeah. I was still missing mythic wild cards or rare because normally the cards that we are missing are are rares because not mm -hmm. all mythic cards are being used in in the standard decks right now. 
but and even and even then we're still talking about like a lot of decks are still using up anywhere in between four to uh, to eight mythic slots which is yeah insane. exactly insane so, when you think about arena's economy no exactly so what do you guys think so think about this let's start with um orengo because i remember the last episode uh last week that we wanted to do the podcast but we couldn't um because of technicalities plus mm -hmm. chris you didn't have light um but orengo i know that orengo had a lot about to talk about this so what what tell us give us that saucy sauce of this new format called alchemy <laughs> give us the saucy sauce oh my god the saucy it's just, sauce. that that freaking that format is insane. I the problem is, but you know, a lot of uh, you know magic content creators already kind of discussed it. It's the idea that let's just say for the sake of the argument that alchemy is fine because you know standards still exist, right? The problem then in lies with historic because historic got molded based off alchemy, not historic. And then everyone's like, okay, so I don't do standard content. I do exclusive historic content because there's a bigger pool of cards, more diversity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So then now your cards are forced to be changed and you can't be like, well, I don't want it anymore because it's changed. Wizards forces it upon you to keep the card as it is because you can still play with it. Even with their new fixes and like adjustments to, old, to older cards, which is another issue unto itself. Then the other problem is like, fine, if you're going to make historic be bonded with alchemy, then give something akin to standard, give pioneer. And if they give us pioneer, we wouldn't be bitching and moaning. But the problem then is just so many issues because there's no wild cards. So obviously you can't build uh, a good alchemy deck because there's going to be sets every other set. There's going to be an alchemy set to complement the set that just came out. So then it's just going to be way too much product. There's no wild cards. You need to buy the cards because I don't think they're going to give you like loose boosters unless you may be able to draft it. I don't think you're going to be able to draft it. I'm pretty you sure mean you alchemy can't... boosters? Yeah, right. You can't draft them. Can you or can you? No, you, you have to buy alchemy you boosters. You have to I buy seen an alchemy ba draft yet. There you go, which is stupid. Like, you, it's so you, stupid. like I can open up Magic Arena right now yeah. and the boosters that are like, as soon as you open the page, the first yeah. ones that are on there, like they're pushing this shit. Like it's exactly. alchemy right in your yeah. face. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a like combination of so many things. It's been, it's been a push by wizards for so many months and years that, you know, they started implementing shit like historic. They started doing weird bands within arena. They tried to look, uh, put cards suspended. So they started to like differentiate themselves from actual standard in paper. And it's like, okay, we accept this. And I think part of the problem was that we were, we were willing to accept these changes because at that point, historic at least was interesting. It was refreshing, but now with alchemy and not giving players choices, I think is the ultimate downfall of why alchemy is a problem right now. Mm -hmm. And I think the first, the first, like well, not the first strike, but like at least I guess I, I would say like at least the second or third strike mm -hmm. at that point would have definitely been once we saw like those digital only cards that yeah. came out for like historic and like I had an issue with that at first, but then I was like, okay, like most of these aren't really like game breaking or anything. I actually don't see them when I like a lot when I play and stuff, so it's like whatever, it's fine. Yeah, uh, people just kind of use used to use them in like fringe decks or whatever, but now. Like you're just forced to take these changes on historic, and that's 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 my issue with the whole thing. Really, it's just that you're just kind of forced to do it. And I just, I personally don't remember picking up like the uh, like the article and seeing, oh, mm -hmm. these changes are also going to be implemented in historic. Like I, it's it's like they 
I don't know. It's like I it's like I didn't get the memo, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So so in, in general, like that, we can move into the to the topic to the to the main topics is that uh, we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't like it. It's 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 something that again, uh, I don't mind. Well, I do mind the fact that we're getting so much product month by month, and it's not giving us a time to breathe. Like to say, okay, hey, so I'm gonna save up for the new Kamigawa set, or I'm gonna save up for Modern Horizon Three. Uh, just me speculating right now, but having that back to back, you know, having everything go back to back to back to back, and it's yeah. and it's killing, it's killing us, and and not and not only that because some of these sets didn't even work because you have um, Crimson Vow and Midnight Hunt. Uh, you can still go to your local game store and there will be a lot of product still of these two sets because these two sets didn't didn't like made make the numbers I guess they did bring a uh, uh, gorgeous art and and a good collaboration in the crimson vow one the one with the vampires um but still it, it they're still in the, it, they're stuck it's merchandise that it's stuck in local game stores. And as well, they're not promoting Friday Night Magic. That we're gonna get to that in a while. Uh, but let's go ahead and go to our main topic of um, tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and add it right here in the in the in the stream. So we all know that we are getting our Commander Collection. Uh, we had our Commander Collection Green that brought a lot of saucy cards like um, Worldly Tutor and Sylvan Library. Uh, again, we had a reprint again of Command Tower and a reprint again of Soul Ring. Cards that have been reprinted so much but still cost at least a dollar or a dollar fifty. Um, no, no matter what, what set they are. Uh, but right now on January 28, 2022, so starting strong the year, we're going to be getting um, Commander uh, Collection Color Black. And as well as two versions, it's going to be um, the non-foil and then the premium edition. This will be the foil one. It's only exclusively for WPN premium stores that are going to have the um, following cards. So it has the same packaging as... Um, before but in black and obviously uh these are like the planeswalker spell books but for commander yeah. so the cards that are going to be included are the following gold gold collar gisa upni mancer ophiomancer my bad ophiomancer phyrexian arena toxic deluge reanimate soul ring and command tower once again and then we have liliana heretical healer there's the one that transforms to Liliana, mm -hmm. Defiant, Necromancer. And we will have a double-sided token. There will be a snake and a zombie. Yep. So, Chris, you see this collection. Obviously, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's going to be the same. The same price value is going to be $80. The non-foil, and I, and I imagine that the other one is going to cost a lot of money. Um, the foil one will be like around 150 or more depending on the local game store. So Chris, what do you think about the collection of the Black Commander collection? In general, I think it has a lot of really good value. That Phyrexian Arena looks fantastic. Uh, Reanimate has gone down in price recently, but it is still like, you know, fetching for a few bucks. So 
completely fine with it. If I'm not mistaken, Toxic Dangers was like worth like a, you know a few a few bucks, so that's really nice too. Ophiomancer was super expensive because it only had one printing. I'm pretty sure JP has mentioned it at least twice on stream like throughout yeah. the year. Uh, Gold Collar Gisa is just like at somewhere like the ten dollar range. I think the value is there, and. If someone is looking to like bling out their mono black commander deck, this is where it's at. Like it's just some black staples. Maybe excluding the Liliana, I don't exactly see her as like like a like a black staple. I think that there could have been a better slot uh, for like that Liliana, like saying like uh, any other Liliana Planeswalker. But you know, I, I suppose that in everything that pro that uh in every piece of product that Wizards puts out, there has to be a dud, I suppose, because at least in my very personal opinion that liliana is excellent but she's basically the only dud in this like whole uh in this whole like commander collection so mm -hmm. obviously the soul ring and the command tower i have issues with because again it's cards we keep seeing over and over but you know what i guess it's pretty to get like the the, the like the mono black treatment and the uh like for the for both of those cards which again a slight issue that has also like occurred to people before like this is very clearly i guess not very clearly yes these are like cards that do work in multicolor decks but at the same time i don't know like if if someone really wants this there's a very big chance that they're most likely playing mono black and having a command tower and like a, a mono colored like product to me is like uh... But it's fine. I, yeah. I I give this product like a straight up thumbs up, honestly. I mean, would I love a lower price range? Yes, but it's fine, honestly. So, so Orengo, what do you think about it? At least for me, uh, I like the Phyrexian Arena because uh, that this means that the Phyrexian Arenas might go a little bit low on price. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about this collection? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Are you into it? So I remember I bought the collection green and that was kind of hard to find because they were so scarce. I think it was during the pandemic, so it was kind of hard yeah. to get. Uh, I got the non-foil version, I believe. I paid, I think it was 60 bucks or 70. So probably this is going to be around the same range. I checked the prices. I can, I can give to you the prices real quick. Uh, Ghoul color Gisa is 8 39 uh liliana is 12 bucks command tower is two bucks ophiomancer is 12 bucks phyrexia arena is 12 bucks reanimate is oh. 10 bucks soul ring is Ophioma around ophiomancer went down then since they yeah, announced yeah. the reprint exactly that's and interesting no it's 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 good at least and then toxic deluge is the most expensive one at 18 bucks because you know it's it's a three mana removal like it's a three mana board wipe which is that's why it's so good i think the price is there but then i checked edh rec and i get it maybe i'm being picky and i want more expensive shit here but where's my tutors where's the demonic or vampiric tutor you know you could have put one of them here you didn't have to put yeah. both i get it but at least one of them like demonic is at 34 bucks and vampiric is at 43 right now um other cards it could have included um you know obviously there's reanimate but you could have put in tomb or you could have put damnation as well I think those could have been like really easy shoe-ins for those spots. I understand the need of putting the Soul Ray in the Command Tower because they always have the necessity of putting those two cards because you want to have the flavor of that color. They did it with the green one, and I guess they're doing it right now with the black one. I just, I am very upset with the inconsistency because when we started this set, it started with like 
uh, Spellbook Jace. And that was like the blue one, right? And then we shifted to Gideon and then Chandra. And then yeah. when they were going to do the green one, they were like, no, no, screw that. We're not, we're forgoing that. So now we're just going to do Commander Spellbooks, essentially. And we're just going to include like staples, which even in the green one, there were staples that were missing. Um, just put some green staples on it and then call it a day. Now they're doing with the black one. So is the cycle done? Is the cycling complete? Are we now going to get then the red one and the what blue and white one all over again? Or is the cycle done? Like this is a weird shit that that is that is this is it took so long to get here. I don't understand what their end goal is going to be. Actually, didn't Liliana had a spellbook? No, no, she didn't. Need. Okay, so I'm correct in saying it was Gideon, Jace, and Chandra. They it got spellbooks. Gideon, Jace, um, and Chandra are the only exactly. And then the green one was the new system that they have, and then the black one. So I guess the cycle is over, correct. unless they're planning of then going back to those colors and then putting blue staples, red staples, and white staples. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. that was kind of the point in the original one, but they wanted to make it flavorful, which I like this idea better, even though it's imperfect. But at least these are actual staples. Before they weren't that much of staples, you know what I mean? So yeah. the price is there. It's cool. Um if you are a black player, you will probably use most of these. I I like I like Chris said, Liliana's obviously the weakest one by a mile and a half. This could have been Liliana of the Veil. I don't understand what's the need of like repeat. I, I get it. I, I, I just... think I do understand. I think I, I think that what I what I did see with like for example the uh, the green set is that it essentially had yeah. two mono green like legendaries which could essentially serve as your commanders True. and I think that they were kind of trying to match that up and I get it though I don't know but isn't I, isn't, I feel, isn't I feel that like Liliana like better, better choices what yeah but isn't isn't that Liliana like popular for like some of the zombie decks that that are in commander let me let me there's like some fringe stuff but i don't know i know uh... i know that there's better i know that there's better cards out there but you know like she is like this one of like the you should have put jock oh yeah Yes. Great yeah. Titan. Y- no, wait, Great Titan is on Mythic. Sorry. Actually, it would have that would have been a, a great pairing. Actually, like the two like pillars of what Black is in like mm-hmm. Magic, like Liliana mm-hmm. and Yagmoth in that same box. Yeah, you put Kirk or you put Yagmoth. One of the two would have been a perfect addition to this um, mm-hmm. box. Especially Yagmoth, as he's at thirty bucks right now. So it would have yeah, been a great a great up. pick. Yeah, it went up. I guess that's insane. When I when I came out, it was like fifteen bucks. If I'm not mistaken so yeah it could have been a great pick or you know put tiny bones even though he's not expensive anymore but they could have been a cool pick like i was checking liliana and she is in around 754 decks in edh rec so it's not like a lot it's really down okay when you compare it to yawkmoth he has 2325 decks there could have been better picks and i Mm -hmm. remember the jace one he only had the shitty jace the, the the i think it's the group hug jace he's not that good because yeah. they didn't have the flip jace the flip jace the last time they, they did him was when they did the box set of the transform card the transform the, the they put all of them they put the whole cycle they hold they put the whole yep. cycle so i don't know like i i get it it's cool because it's liliana but they they just want to have their cake and eat it too it's so bizarre to me like they want to both have yeah like make the the Liliana spellbook, but at the same time make it the Black Commander spellbook thing. <laughs> yeah. Know. At least at least it's cool picks. 
they're not all horrible. I'm being a little nitpicky, but they could have put a tutor here. But again, if you oh, yeah, are definitely. if you are someone who really loves blue, I, I think uh, black a tutor would have been would have been nice, especially because it like adds to like kind of like the same theme of having of like yeah, mm -hmm. and then just then just go through like a cycle of like if they're gonna do like the cycle of the spell books or like the commander. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like my brain is saying commander spell books and i know that's not what it's called no they're but, called, uh, <laughs> commander collection commander there. collection yeah so so, so let me see do... so we did yeah. get diabolic tutor was reprinted in in jesus i forgot it was reprinted recently it was it was reprinted recently but it wasn't it, i think horizons. wasn't it a mystery modern horizons there you yeah was and it then, modern uh so the Monarch yeah, Tutor was double double masters, and then double the Monarch Tutor was Commander Legends. There we go. So they've had recent-ish printings, and, and Grim think, Tutor was in Core Set 2021. Right, exactly. So you, you got you got most of them. You're only missing Imperial Seal Wizards. Mm. Why don't you print Imperial Seal? What are you yes. waiting for? Are you gonna stick it in double double masters? I don't understand. Double -double <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, it's man! Annoying. Oh god. So this is a, a quick one, guys. This is just something very quick. So uh, today was the, today is the new day of the um, new episode of Game Nights. Game Nights episode fifty. It's called Bling Mass Battle Commander Holiday Special. So all of the um, all of the players in the in the table in this commander in Game Nights. I mean in this commander game, they all of their commanders are blinged out. So as well as they played with blinged out decks they presented a new product from ultra pro that i really do love because i'm somebody that likes things that are shiny and foil so they did presented these new play mats as well these play mats are a little um taste of the upcoming um secret layer that they couldn't uh, explained more information due to obviously because it's it's just a little preview so we are getting yeah so we are getting um chibi like planeswalkers as um a secret layer and all these playmats are foils so i know that there you can't um appreciate it that much but here you will you can tell that they're like a little glittery like um on top of the playmats as well they are launching deck boxes and sleeves as well with this new formula or or let's call it product so foil playmats are coming um with ultra pro so my question is um let's start with chris because i think um orengo is uh he 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 went out for a second um so chris what do you think about this do you like them do you like the fact that probably the next secret layer is going to be chibi command uh not commanders chibi planeswalkers and as well do you like the product because this is going to be uh probably in your local game store yes i completely love the idea of a foil playmats like i i don't think i've seen a foil playmat before which i'm, I'm kind of excited to just see this at my local game store and actually get my hands on one that tamio is looking absolutely beautiful i'm hoping it's the good tamio like the three color tamio i forgot her name not moon sage the other one um like I was, I was about to go through them one by one, but I guess that, like, let me just, like, encompass them for a second here and just say, I'm just hoping that we get the good versions of each of these Planeswalkers. 
let's say Soren. Uh, at least my favorite version of Soren is the one that comes down for six, and they used to use that one in like a, it's really popular for like a super friends builds. I can't remember the name for the life of me right now, but you know what I'm talking about, and anyone who uh, who's played that kind of deck before definitely knows what Soren I'm referring to. Uh, Ashiok, I really hope it's the one from uh, Theros that comes down for five. Like what I'm saying is, I'm just hoping we get the good versions of all of these. And that it isn't another one of these command like uh, secret layer products that we get excited for because we see something iconic, and then we just get hit with like something mediocre straight up. Um, so I am, for the time being, hyped and excited from what I'm seeing. I love the idea of the Chibi Planeswalkers, especially given that we had like a cartoony version of like an Ajani when they uh, spoiled the, the the new unset that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like the art looks super cute. I am enjoying a lot the amount of detail that I'm seeing, especially in uh, uh, in Tamiyo's playmat. Best yes, art uh, that, that I've is, had, like out of the four. That, that is the playmat that I want. Well, I yeah. want them all, but but that's like the playmat that I want. Yeah, no, the the amount of detail and how beautiful that thing looks. Oh, oh, I just noticed that's Emrakul in the corner. That yes. is beautiful. Wow. Wow. Best one by far, honestly. So I'm really so excited about this product specifically. <laughs> so I don't know if Orengo was uh, listening to us, but quick bit, Orengo, this is a new product from Ultra Pro. Uh, these are going to be foil playmats. These were presented in Game Nights to in today's episode of Game Nights. Mm -hmm. And as well, the artwork is of a secret layer that has not been announced yet. But it's going to be a secret layer with planeswalkers, and the art is that one that you see right there. What do you think? So it's a secret layer with Tamiyo, Sorin, Catman, and Blind Lady. Yeah, yes. it, it's gonna be very good because at least I they put the actual the, the expensive Tamiyo. Well, blind, and, blind, blind they in any case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blind blind they, they, sorry, yes. true. Yes. And yes. if they put the Sorin that you do minus what minus five, and you pluck 10 life out of your opponent then sign me up please yeah sure i love that it seems to be um at not edge i'm sorry uh uh stitched stitched right it's like yes. stitched, which i love much more than you know just plain old yes i i love yes. those planes play mats so much because they I was last actually i was actually complaining about that the other day really? uh yes because not about the stitch mats but the mm -hmm. fact that ultra pro for the life of them just can't they can release amazing freaking like uh play mats but the, yeah. for the life of them they could just never release a stitch play mat because for example one of our friends fish he has a double-sided play mat that came for uh for midnight hunt i think it was looks amazing i love it it has like a werewolf thing going on in the front and i can't mm -hmm. remember what what it has going on in the back <laughs> i love the play mat it looks absolutely beautiful but it's not stitched and the only thing that i'm thinking to myself is wow like amazing product but for the life of them they can't release anything stitch and now they surprise me with this so you know what ultra pro i take it back yeah, and i hope you keep it. making more stitch play mats for the love of everything that is good in this oh, world oh yeah i you know what I, I hope that ultra pro gets to a point that they can do like um the same products as you know that dragon shield are starting to do uh matte artwork on the back of their sleeves you know yes. the like uh you can find cowboy beatbot or mega man or or anything or you can do customs now or you so. can do customs as well if yeah. you go to their website um 
I hope that Ultra Pro gets to that point because I think it's time. It's time to Ultra Pro uh, give us like the uh, the product that we deserve because I know that Eclipse sleeves do exist, but Eclipse sleeves I don't like the feel that they have as when I shuffle with Dragon Shield. You know, obviously Eclipse is a little bit much more cheaper, uh, but it's just you know it's just me. So uh, that is one. Of, that was just a quick a quick uh, quick bit. So before uh, I'm gonna leave, um, we're gonna talk about this one. Uh, it's another one that's very quick. It was announced um, to yesterday, not not today, yesterday. So uh, we all know if you are a fan of Magic: The Gathering content, you guys all know. Everybody that's listening to us, that a lot of celebrities are getting into magic the gathering not only magic the gathering they're getting into pokemon obviously pokemon is something more like mft so they keep the boxes and they don't open them <laughs> um, but yeah. in magic the gathering uh these celebrities actually do like to buy the cards and play with their foiled out commanders or standard decks or anything but obviously we all know that the most popular format in magic the gathering is command standard that is (laughs) so how dare you how dare (laughs) Um, so we all know that recently in um one of the uh shows that they play commander and they do not fear to play hardcore commander that it's i hate your deck that they are not only um sponsored by uh, a shoe company but they are actually sponsored by the store of Cassius March. There's one of the uh, one of the celebrities that are it's that has been that started this boom with uh, celebrities and Magic the Gathering. But there's a special person that maybe all of all the three of us love his music. Maybe not. But there's this special person that has been popping out not only in game nights. He even did the new intro for game nights. And as well, he's been popping out in I Hate Your Deck. But today, I mean yesterday, they have announced that for 2022, Post Malone will team up with Wizard of the Coast. Um, Like that's for a whole year long celebration of making Friday Night Magic. So it will be a collaboration with Post Malone. They don't give out that much details of what's going to be happening. But here is a comment of what Post Malone has said. Um, you'd, be hard, you'd be hard pressed to find a bigger fan of Magic the Gathering than Post Malone, said Nathan Stewart, head of franchise marketing for Wizard of the Coast. As a fan for years, he knows just how much Friday Night Magic means to players. We're, th- we're thrilled to collaborate with Posty in ways that will allow his signature style, talent, and love of the game to combine in ways fans will never forget. And then here's another comment that I um, that this is from Post Malone. Um, I'm obsessed with Magic the Gathering. This is really a dream come true, said Post Malone. We'll be doing some cool stuff, so keep an eye out. So this um, article actually does have the public relations information of Post Malone and um, Wizard of the Coast. So probably it's like that stores or content creators can go ahead and um, probably send them an email to see what they can do. 
So guys, I'm gonna start with Orengo this time. What do you think about this? Will this be a bigger step or will this be the upcoming comeback of what we all love and we have missed that is Friday Night Magic? Oh, that'll be interesting. Um, Because the signs haven't been pretty in terms of what like Friday Magic is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, especially since they've been pushing more online events with alchemy and such. I hope, I pray, you know, I want my LGSs to have the capacity to be able to do more Friday Night Magic because that's where the community comes together, you know? And I love my commander, but I know I know that for a healthy community to grow, you need that sense of competitiveness. That's where the best communities thrive. Like it's the casual casual um, communities are fun, but we can, we can play in the LGSs, we can play in our houses, but for a... LGS to to thrive and to bring more product and more stuff to the to the player base, it needs to have a competitive environment. So I hope, yeah, I hope it, it does bring that into the forefront. So so Chris, uh, as well the same question, and then um, uh, we can give like our how do you say um, is it called expectations or what do you, uh, what do we expect for for these type of um, new news? Um, but Chris, what what are your thoughts about this? I think there is a lot to unpack here. First off, um, is like they they mentioned like for like this year is what they're kind of talking about in uh in, in the article. So I'm wondering if this is something that is supposed to be kind of like a long-term collaboration with Post Malone and Wizards of the Coast, or if this opens the door to let's say like oh, who is going to be this year's host of Friday Night Magic? Like, you know, you bring in Post Malone now, and then, I don't know, like, next year you bring in, I don't know, like, uh, Justin Bieber, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> the point is, um, like, are we going to have rotating celebrities? Is is this going to be, like, Post Malone's, like, new thing now? Not, like, Post Malone's new thing, but, like, the, th the new thing that, like, uh, that Wizards and Post Malone are gonna be going to be doing long-term, or is it just, like, this year, etc.? Uh, on top of that, bringing back Friday Night Magic. There is no doubt in anyone's mind that's here to our viewers, listeners, there is no doubt in anyone's mind that we want nothing more than for like Friday, Friday Night Magic to come back. However, there's one thing we definitely have to take into account and it's this whole situation with the pandemic. Of course, the pandemic is kicking up again and whether you believe in the vaccine or whether you believe that this is all like some government conspiracy, it doesn't matter which one of the two you believe, mm -hmm. which one of those like parts of the spectrum you're in. It doesn't change the fact that this is something that is going to affect, you know, the same way that it's that affects the global economy. It's going to affect uh, Friday Night Magic and how how it's handled. So I guess that long story short, I am skeptical, not because I think that there's going to like something's going to go wrong per se or anything or that there's anything wrong with this, but just that are we truly going to get Friday Night Magic back, all things considered? That's that's like my fear, I, I suppose, because, mm -hmm. you know, there has been talk about having another lockdown in like uh, in the next few months, yeah. like around like March ish, like with you know because we uh, a lot of the snowstorms in the states uh, mm -hmm. 
uh, got held back. Like we're not, we like it's supposed to be like uh, snowing by now, and a lot of places it's just not snowing at all. So there's a lot of people who are predicting that we're going to have a really heavy snowstorm season. If that happens, a lot of stuff is going to get shut down simply because of the snowstorms. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, like because we're in the season of like snowstorms and we're in the middle of flu season, there's a lot of pollen in there in a lot of places, and all these like all the respiratory issues. I don't know where this is going, man. Like this, this whole thing. Like I'm just hoping, I'm praying that we finally get to be able to like come together as a community once more, and not come together because you know Magic community has been pretty cohesive in a lot of areas, but like actually be able to like you know get together in our LGS once again, man. Because we had a little bit of that now in these past few months, mm -hmm. and it's been great to see the community at least in our local game store just kind of gain new life after this whole like pandemic mm -hmm. stuff blew blew over. And I don't know. I'm just kind of scared. I'm kind of scared to just have another year of like dealing with digital magic. I don't think that paper is going to die or anything like that. I'm not that kind of person, but ah, oh, man, I just I just want it back. I, I want I want I want my Friday night magic back. I'm pretty sure that if Bernie was here, he'd make Friday Night Magic into law. He wouldn't officialize Friday Night Magic. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta tell you guys. Like, I, I gotta tell you guys. So, uh, I, I've mentioned this to to my wife uh, countless of times. So, I've told her that one of the things that I mostly miss, uh, due to where where I live now, there's no local game store. So, there is no Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or whatever there, store that there, you can like. There is, there is there one is down one. in Ponce, but. There is one uh, that we don't, yeah, we don't, there, we don't there, talk about it. But exactly, the, the thing is that I, I I passed there, but I didn't like the the vibe, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but it, it, I, I still miss the fact that sometimes I could have just gotten out of work and say, hey, I'm gonna go to ISD Gaming or to Granuja or to um, eh, what's the other one, Juguetes, you know, the ones that are in the West Side, you know. Uh, it, it, it's something that I miss because not only not only that is just to have um, uh, the, they're, they're, uh, I know that Chris wrote something but I don't know what oh, he don't means don't worry about it don't <laughs> um, worry about so, it <laughs> so, so it's just that having that feeling that you can just sit down on a table and be with your friends and just say Hey, like I said to to Orengo a couple of minutes ago, like, hey, I tweaked uh, my Lathril commander. I tweaked the 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 one that is for from Dungeons the, the Dungeons and Dragons theme one. I mm -hmm. tweaked it a little bit. So you know, but either either way, we can play online. Obviously, we can put our webcams in a way to to play commander. But it's not the same feeling when you're with your friends together and just throwing jokes and. And having those epic moments when when something radical happens in the in in the table, and you're like, oh, okay, I, I didn't expect this to happen. Or those moments when you're like, oh, um, he's playing uh, Urza or Joda, or this table lets me play Golos, and they're like, oh yeah, we have to kill him first. Um, forget about <laughs> the other ones; they kill him first. And then you're like, but 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 I have only posted a land, and that's it. <laughs> One of the things that I hope that Post Malone, if this is to bring um, Friday Night Magic back to local game stores, is I want the prizes from before. That that price pool of not having those booster packs, just having four or three cards that 
are different as the ones that you know um like before if there was an opt in the in the booster box you could have gotten an, a prettier opt if you won the l the friday night magic event mm-hmm. um and, and have those exclusive cards for friday night magic that was that was the point that we would go to friday night magic and one of the other things that i would like to have back is championship day where people from every local game store could go and just enjoy the banter if if they're if from the lgs that they go to they won or if it stayed in-house that banter i i actually do miss it either way i don't play standard anymore but it would be something that would get me back to play standard you know just to go to friday night magic so guys this is the main topic of tonight that it's something that has been um they have spoiled a couple of cards uh and uh one of the things that uh i think that we're all in love are the lands but the next standard set that is coming is kamigawa neo dynasty that is the cyberpunk of magic the gathering so here we are in mythic spoilers we're gonna at least go through cyber magic 2077 exactly cyber magic Magic 2077 (laughs) so we can go through all of them because again they're not that much but these are the cards that um are have been spoiled let's go talk about the lands first yes please please i was like about to explode i was like the lands yes lands (laughs) so these are the full art lands that are going to be available um in your draft box in your set booster box and in your collector booster boxes but there's a catch you guys remember that back in uh i don't remember what set was it one of of, Um, of the unsets no like yeah, you, you I think get it like was one, one of the unsets. Full, full, full art land. Yeah, oh, exactly. Actually, no, it was the foils no. that were like really rare. Never mind. Exactly. Not, not the... Yeah, but there was there was one set that the full art lands would not come out as frequent as um as before. So forgot these la- these lands are going to be for at least what what I've read that inset booster boxes and draft booster boxes it's going to be i think the ratio is every four to three booster back booster packs you might get one Jeez. but it's only one yeah. obviously in collector booster box and collector uh booster boxes if i'm not mistaken you get one foil and one non-foil like um like in one of the previous i don't remember what was the collector booster box that it was like that but uh, you would have gotten one foil and one non-foil of the full art lands. Mm. I, yeah. I, I really Sound, love that. Sounds them. like some Zendikar stuff to me. Yes, not I as, know. Well, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, but honestly, I love though, them. Honestly, I prefer this a million times over than getting another basic land secret layer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Like you know what, wizards? I don't care if the if if the pretty lands don't come as often anymore. I just prefer that they do this over freaking secret layer. Yeah. Actually, like let, let's let's. Orengo me talked about that. You know, we were yeah. like, you know what? The previous secret layer they brought the the pixel art basic lands. Yep. And I told them like I wanted to buy them. But then I remembered that they only come five in each box, so it's insane. like I'm not, like I'm not gonna waste 
a bunch of money for 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 a couple of ends mm-hmm. you know at yeah. least these ones are accessible you know if you buy a collector's booster box or or even when they're in the market because these cards are not gonna go over 250 you know except blue blue will be 350 to four bucks because blue is that's blue. usually how it goes but it, it'll take a while before it creeps up to four dollars oh yeah especially exactly. with the amount of product so that's gonna be as, open. as soon as you possibly can to all those blue players oh, out yeah. there bite the bullet <laughs> I always yes. do always do it. Every time I see lands that I kind of want, like the last time I bought lands like that was in Theros, I believe. And I bought them as quickly as I could for exactly the same Was it? Reason. Oh, and the Snowlands, of course. And the so, Snowlands, right? right? The ones the that were lands, in... True, true. That was the actual last time I bought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I bought the Snowlands. Although the Snowlands that I use are the um, Modern Horizons ones. But I did buy yeah. the second time they printed it, which was in uh, um, Kaldheim. So what you're yeah. saying is that you have extra... Uh, they're mine, sir. <laughs> I hoard all my islands for no reason. I just hoard them all. And I'm going to hoard those Yo. pretty islands as well. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. I'm going to have a confession here. I'm going to confess something. Oh. The other day. So the other day I was organizing my lands. And my wife was like, why do you have so many lands? Or so many cardboards? So I'm like, <laughs> I was like, they are they are lands they're pretty they're shiny they're full art and she's like but but they're the same thing i'm like i don't care (laughs) 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 i'm like they just don't understand she she doesn't understand the lands are the best cards in all of magic exactly i know right if you don't have lands you can't play magic you know i even Uh, uh, unless unless you're playing joyra the the foil (laughs) the foil edge lands from modern horizon 2 yeah I kept them as well. Nice. Because they're beautiful. Like, yeah. you can't say no to lands. But guys, so you see this. You see all of those um, pretty lands. Do you? Yes. Uh, we all want them. We don't have yeah. to talk. We don't have to yeah. even mention it. But we all yeah. want them. We all want them. Yeah. You know, uh, I like the fact that they have two different arts. So you can mix and match if if you want them for commander. Um, you can mix and match if you're using them for standard. I really do like it. They look gorgeous. I can't. Im- I want to see them foil because I know that at least the I can't, blue I can't ones. I can imagine them foil. right now. They have to look amazing. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the experimentation with the lands. I appreciate yes. they basically did what you know proxy players, what proxy people have been doing for like a decade ago. <laughs> Yeah. Thank God they finally reached that point. They're like experimenting with framing, experimenting with the borders, experimenting mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's weird. It's jarring. I'm pretty sure if you stick these in a mono monocolored land where you start plucking a lot of those, I don't know, buildings in red, you're gonna <laughs> the opponent's gonna be like a little confused. It's gonna look odd when you first see it. But yeah, uh, Orengo, really? That, that 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 reminds me of that one time in one of my uh, in the in a final match in standard. Uh, you guys know that even in standard, I would have foiled out decks. So I would still remember that there was this one time. I don't remember. Uh, I'm not gonna put names there, but I remember that one in one of the matches, I tapped um, three red mana and and left one open for a shock was it a shock or wizard lightning i don't remember and the thing is that my opponent goes and says when when i tap the last mana for the wizard slicing he's like oh uh judge i didn't see that land it was it was shiny 
I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm blinded. I couldn't. I couldn't see it. I, I didn't know what it was, Judge. I didn't know what it was, Judge. I, I didn't know. He has that too was much money. Mountain. I'm a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But that was that was a funny moment. But it was a funny moment. So now, let now let's go ahead with the show. Called Magic and... the Gathering, not Magic the Communism. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously, um, we're gonna get the same treatment as before. We're gonna have a uh, borderless and we have a new style that's called ninja style that we're gonna get ninja like anime style. anime like um let me put this in full screen i don't know why i kept like that Oop, there you go yeah um so we're gonna get like this type of anime style um cards and this new style that i it, these are showcases that i told um i, I mentioned to Odango that i don't like the fact that they did this but he yeah. had a point that they yeah. do it in cards that are that don't do nothing in standard or in, or in commander, right? Yeah. So we had here Hetsuga Devouring Chaos, and there's five variants of this yeah. card. It's that four variants, and I think the purple me. one the purple is ones. a box stopper or something like that. It's something like that. Okay, so yeah. so we have the these like. Ah, oh, I don't, I don't like it because the issue with this is the one of the issues that's gonna happen is the money value because then one color will be like uh, the rarest of them all. Yeah, the that red is, is going to be the rarest. This one. Yeah, the red is the rarest. The blue okay. is the second rarest. Green is third rarest, and yellow is the one that shows up. I mean, purple, purple is gonna be a box topper now. It was purple is going to be the box stopper. So that's the one that I think so everyone's going to be. Technically, that's going to be like the rarest one. No, 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 no. This is the buy a box. It's one every box, right? Okay. And those oh. will show up in less than 1% of all collector boosters. I see. Okay, that changes things a lot. So then that's it's less than 1% and each one of them has a fraction of that, one, that less than 1%. Wow. So you're looking at cars that could theoretically be valued in thousands of dollars yeah mm -hmm. for a stupid this is this is like some rare. this is like some nft level stuff right yeah, exactly like, this is like baseball it's, it's definitely shit. touching upon yes. that territory yeah 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 it definitely yeah definitely. and i i do kind of like that at least like sorry to interrupt right like the thing that bothers me though the, that bothers me personally is like you know it's a personal taste kind of thing right mm. The only difference between these five cards is literally just the color. It's going to be the color and the foiling, but, but they're all going to have the same foil. Like on it, honestly, at that point, I wish they were just all different arts and just screw it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, but, but that's just me. <laughs> the idea here is that this product, this card is not for you. It's going to be for the whales. So if you build like a deck with Hidekuko or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's my God, this is my favorite fucking commander of all time. I want to get it in blue and then just go off and buy it in blue. It's yeah. going to be 600 bucks because you really want it in blue for some reason. Mm -hmm. But but like you, you say the product is for the whales, but is it is it, is it really? I mean, like the, the only the only place where the whales are going to be like uh, buying this stuff is in the secondary market, I guess. And exactly. Like Wiz not... Wizards doesn't really get anything out of it. No. I mean, but... I suppose that like you get people to buy more boxes. To That's try the idea. That's the idea. They What they want is to be able to buy to buy more exactly. boxes. Exactly. Buy more boxes. With the, with the Vizier that they did, you know, the reverse Vizier. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that when that shit happened, oh, didn't you know? So Secret no. Layers, the last ones, I was, I think it was the Phyrexian ones. 
you know they give you an extra bonus card yeah one yeah. of the people a few months ago opened it up and they got a vasira seer oh reversed. yeah and it was yeah, numbered, yeah. it was numbered right that prompted everyone to freak the fuck out and started buying a shit ton of those boxes now a lot of people wanted mm-hmm. to keep them sealed but then because of this probability very very fraction of a probability you could get one of these they start opening them in mass yeah. so the ones that they've been able to pull have been going for thousands yep wow easily they're still trying to look for the number one and the number 100 because obviously those are going to be the most expensive ones but basically they're they're doing the same thing with these type of cards so it's not going to be for you but it's going to prompt people to buy a shit ton of collector booster booster boxes if they really care about this idea let's see how it goes like i yeah. think they're they're testing with a with a shit card meaning shit because it's gonna be like a 50 cent rare but yeah. you know if this proves to be a golden idea they're gonna start doing this shit with mythics and yeah. that's what's gonna be scary if i get to see a fucking urza with this stupid foiling i'm gonna be so upset <laughs> So you, upset. You're gonna be so upset because you can't afford it unless you pull exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Same because, Same. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah but yeah. Uh, one of one of the things uh talking about that that vizier, uh I I am in a lot of groups um that are Magic the Gathering related or that yeah. sell Magic the Gathering. Um and one uh one of the female group members uh she opened it and then she posted a picture of the card of the vizier she's like she asked this very innocent question does this cost a lot of money this came <laughs> out in the secret layer <laughs> and then everybody in the comments was like um yes, yes. this yes. costs a lot of money <laughs> a lot of money so okay so now let's go ahead and let's uh ex- let's look at the cards um Let's start with Kai, Kaito Kaito Chisuki. Mm-hmm. So Kaito Chisuki, this is the original art, and yeah. this is the ninja style art. And Kaito Chizuki is um, Demir and one legendary planeswalker Kaito. At the beginning of your end step, if Kaito Chizuki entered the battlefield under your control, he phases out. Um, he has a plus one, minus two, and a minus seven. The plus one does says draw a card, then discard a card unless you attack this turn. Minus two is create a one-one blue ninja creature token that says this creature can't be blocked. Minus seven, you get a net emblem with um, whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player. Search your library for a blue or black creature card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. It's insane. I love that minus seven. three mana plane swagger guys. That's that's on, that's only ever gonna happen in like you know some very fringe decks, but I love yeah. that minus seven. It has the baseline of what you need. You have a draw, so you have a value effect. You have a blocker, so it's a looting effect. So it's a looting effect. You have a blocker, but, mm-hmm. and then you have a pretty nifty ulti. I like I like the the static ability, which basically you can only do it once. But I like the idea that it phases up first because that means we might have phase phasing effects again in this set and second there second second of all you could just like draw a card you you can afford to get a turn where you loot and you feel safe by looting you don't have to minus because you need to protect the planeswalker you just cast it you know yeah. mm-hmm. that's which is not something you can see of a lot of planeswalker so you can actually have it for your loyalty when you start you know doing the minus two ability you, you should choose or just plus five plus one and again then you have a five essentially a five loyalty planeswalker on the field for three mana yeah 
which is pretty nifty. It's, is, it's yeah. fine. It's good for standard. It's, it's I, I walking it's in Doko territory, but it just doesn't have anything broken on it. No, so it, it doesn't. Fine. It doesn't. It's it's totally fine. It's, it's not Oko. It's it's totally. I think it's, it's a fine. it's a good standard card. It's, yeah, a, it's good a good standard, standard card. card. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's it's, it's what Oko should have been. <laughs> no, Oko is broken. And then this is the exactly. famous. That's what he should have. The been. famous NFT. The famous NFT creature. Yeah. He did uh, yes. Sugo Devouring Chaos is three and a black legendary creature org demon has the uh, has an effect that you pay one black sacrifice a creature scry two and then he has another one that is um, two and a red tap exile the top card of your library you may play that card this turn when you exile a non land card this way Hizayo Sugu Devouring Chaos deals damage equal to the exiled cards mana value to any target. Mm-hmm. It's actually yeah, it's, really fun. That looks it's a, fun. It's a fun Ragdos card. I don't think it's gonna be like heavily used in standard at all. But for commander purposes, pretty sure it's gonna be cool. I I like the reference to the old Hidetsugu card, which is broken in a lot of commander decks. So it's kind of mm-hmm. nice that they went back to this to this uh you know character I guess, and they made him Ragdos. Um, the first ability is pretty solid too because it's a sack outlet mm-hmm. generally those are very good in in black and rag those colors yeah um yeah two i mean obviously the second ability is designed so it can't be abused but i, I guess it's serviceable it's a it's a cute little rag those card it's a good i think this is good card if you're one of those type of commander players i use um Rakdos showstopper the demon right. um so change Ooh. it to this one have yeah. this one be your commander it costs less mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for Rakdos honestly I put it on the 99 I would put, I I would put it yeah like in the 99 I think this is fantastic for Rakdos mm-hmm. honestly yep. I agree okay. that's, that's Gry effect really helps out like uh, the it fact does. that well Rakdos just doesn't have like Rakdos colors just don't generally have like uh, a lot of draw effects that aren't like uh, that don't like either exile your top or do like or put stuff in your graveyard so having that scry mm-hmm. helps out yeah. a whole lot and then on top of that that dealing damage effect is just perfect to be able to like get uh, get Rakdos onto the battlefield really really quickly yeah okay so you guys know that in the previous Kamigawa set we had a lot of spirit dragons or we had dragons um that n- none of them were useful um <laughs> hey but... that's not true koku show was great <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> he was great. I- I- i'm he was. with that angle eh? uh, sure, sure sure whatever you say oh we got here we had we have here the first um dragon spirit is Atsushi the Blazing Sky, two red and two legendary dragon spirit is flying trample. When Atsushi the Blazing Sky dies, choose one. Exile the top two cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards or you can choose to create three treasure tokens. And he is a 4-4. What do you guys think? So much fun for standard. Mm-hmm. In, in for standard purposes, you're basically getting a four-four flying trample creature onto the battlefield for one mana. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. fantastic. And on yep. top of that, uh, red always just has an issue with like not having enough draw, especially like in standard. So great. This is this is fun. 
yeah, that's very good. I can't wait to see this in like in, in action and standard. I would I would have I would have added haste just for fun. No, no, yes. stop this! That's insane. No, it's already I mean, bad enough that it has fly and trample. It, 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 it would literally get banned in like a week, dude. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be, it I'm pretty sure this is gonna be week. used as it is. I'm pretty sure it's gonna yes. get used because you know, yeah. the fact that you can that you can just replenish yourself with treasure tokens. I love that. Red has shifted a lot in these last few years. Yeah. Where now it's all about the exiling top cards and playing with the top of your deck. And now the introduction of treasure tokens as a way to give red ramp is kind it's of interesting. More, it's much more interesting now in a lot of ways than what it used to because back uh, yeah. like a, like a few years back, red was still very fun to play. Yeah. But I feel I feel like it wasn't not only like would it would it fizzle, sometimes it just kind of became a little bit like uninteresting because the you know, yeah. you you, you kind of knew what you were doing. It's just like it was like mountain. This is my hand. This is, what I, this is what I win with. It's, yeah, it's exactly. fine. Yeah. You know, red deck wins. Just, exactly. red deck wins. But now red, red deck has to worry about their top deck. It has to worry about not exiling like stuff too early game when they, when you play cards like this and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think it, it adds a little bit more like to the brains of the whole operation yep. instead of just like brainlessly just man, 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 man. Exactly. Wait, Chris, are you saying that most mono red players are brainless? <laughs> Not saying that most mono red players are brainless. I'm saying mono red decks are fucking brainless, and you don't need brains to run them. Well, to run them, to win with them—that's that's a different. That's, thing some, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. Any anybody can can have a mono red deck or a red deck wins, but it all depends on your brain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can you, can you win with your mono red deck? Exactly. Can you win? I, I remember that we had somebody in 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 our local game store that that he he tried to play mono red in one of the F and M's and he lost. And we were like, "How can you lose with mono red?" <laughs> like, you don't lose with mono red. To be, to be fair, to be fair, I did lose a few matches like mono red. I met like in an F and M, especially uh, especially playing modern. That that kicked. Me. Yeah, but a few matches. Few elves. matches is fine. Few matches oh, is like, fine. Wait, you're talking about losing like the whole like thing? Zero, like yes, like like no win, no wins, no wins, no wins at all. Sad. Well, let, 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 let's go back to the spoilers before I cry for this man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one um, is Kyodai. Kai, Kai, Kai oh god, I'm murdering Kyodai. these names. Yeah, I think it's um, Kyodai, I think. I think it's Kyodai, yeah. Kyodai, Soul of Kamigawa. He's three and a white legendary creature dragon spirit. He has flash, flying, and he has this particular effect that is um, when he enters the battlefield, another target permanent gains indestructible for as long as you control Kyodai, and as well if you pay Uber, um, Kyodai gets plus five, plus five until end Uber. of turn. Yep. It's, it's cute uh, to stick it into like a dragon deck because you can give indestructible to your exactly. commander, yes. bullshit like that. And you know, well, one since thing I appreciate is the cycle. So far, it seems like the cycle all costs four, and I kind of yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Over having like a six, six big, big, big dumbasses that don't do much. Yeah, I like this. I like yeah. this. It, it, it's been it's been long. It's been pretty long that we haven't gotten like a a decent four drop. In white, besides, sure. 
in white. In, in white, in yeah, red, because it, because it, yeah. because in all the other colors, red, they all oh, yeah. have a decent like drop. Yeah, yeah because uh, I remember that in one. red, in red it was uh, this guy, uh, Tor 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 brand, Tor brand. Yeah, yeah. God, in, yeah. in white, in white we've gotten Jesus. a lot of really good like weenies essentially, like mm-hmm. anything yeah. like three three and below, for sure. Excellent cards, but yeah. like four drops, like turn yeah. four is always like a really iffy turn for for Mono White unless they're playing like super weenies and just like casting a billion things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So guys, this is one of the lands. Um, this time, uh, abandoned mire is a legendary land. Um, it adds one black, and it has an ability called channel that you pay um black and three, you discard. Takanuma, Abandoned Mire, mill three cards, then return a creature or planeswalker card from the graveyard to your hand. This ability costs one less to activate for each legendary creature you control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know card. if that's I don't know if that's going to be expensive, but it's definitely no, that's gonna be pretty fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I, I, I need I, I to get was, my hands on that to... one as soon as friggin' possible. Exactly. Yeah. I told, I, I, after that, I told Orengo, like, I need this for Joda. This brings back my, my plane Everything. Walks. It brings yeah. back at anything and everything you need. Like, yes. I this just... is it. <laughs> if your deck you has imagine... black, why, are, why aren't you running this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Exactly. If your deck runs, yeah, exactly. Oh the interesting God, part is that, that it says channel. So are are we to assume that it's a new keyword, or is this like a D and D thing where it's more like a flavor thing? I think hmm. that right. I know that there. I think there there are cards. Uh, aren't there cards yeah. that say not with channel, but aren't there cards that have like a similar mechanic that you pay an amount or you can discard the card to do other things mm, generally it's called mill but you already have mill in the card text that's what i'm saying like i don't know no, no, i don't like, know if Channel's gonna I, be like I, I know what he, no, no, what because, he means like a like yeah, a, he, basically he, cycling he, effects so right, i think exactly that what what angle was referring to in this case is that probably like instead mm-hmm. of like uh like instead of just writing cycling on it they just put yeah. channel as like a flavor thing that's what you're referring to correct? yeah yeah that's what they did in the yeah. which were it wasn't like actual effects it was just a flavor thing yeah yeah which i think i think, it, I think this is, is excellent this is really cool as a flavor thing however mm-hmm. for the health of like the format in general especially like for commander i don't know how to feel about it because i rather have like you know like it's a little bit iffy because on one side like i would rather have like stuff to complement my current strategies like and just being able to like uh, i guess i would love to make it more abusable but on the other hand maybe it's good that this kind of does the same thing and it's like let you're you're like you aren't able to abuse it as much I don't know. But, but I think bait, it's I good because either either way, if you think about it for Commander, one thing is it's a legendary land. So so it, it, you only can have one. Obviously in standard, no. In standard you can have all four and have three to just discard and look for for, for anything that's in the graveyard. But at least for me in my mindset is that this land could be that additional land that you don't need. But it works as well as a card that you can reanimate or get something back from your from your graveyard. Yeah. So it's like if you are already like um 
it's a card that goes both ways. If you need mana, use it for mana. If you don't need mana, then keep it, keep it, or when you draw it, use it for whatever it's in your graveyard that you actually need to look yeah. for. You I know. think that a welcome surprise with this card as well. It doesn't come in tapped. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, I think because it's, it's a legendary it's been a while. Yeah, like I, I and I, I guess I get it from that perspective. But I'm not, like I'm actually surprised. Like Wizards putting out something that has a decent effect that doesn't come in tapped. Like, but I think the last Kamigawa cycle they did come on tap as well, right? I believe. I yeah, no there's I, one. I there's know. one here. I'm, I'm gonna look for it right now because they had. There's one right here. Right. Because I, I wasn't, I wasn't referring to the Kamigawa cycle in itself. Just yeah, referring they're to the legendary fact that, like, and they don't standard. come tapped. There's yeah. that's what I mean. So, I mean, Kamigawa went through standard. That's what I'm saying. So, so it's like in flavor with Kamigawa, and obviously this is a much more powerful ability than, for example, that one. That one's very mediocre. As, but you know, it's all power, part of power creep as well. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I maybe I agree that to be maybe, fair, maybe may, yeah. like making your creature basically unblockable for one mana isn't that bad though. It depends on the strategy, but I think the other exactly. one has more versatility to it. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will see this card even in historic, in historic brawl. Yeah, of course. It's you will see it in historic a, brawl you, or in brawl. Very strong you land. Historic alchemy. Brawl everything. Thing. If yeah. you have a heavy creature and or planeswalker strategy, there's no reason mm-hmm. why not to run it. To yeah. be honest, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that, that that's why I, I found it funny. Like the like cover, like just small tidbit about alchemy not only did it affect historic and i should have expected that but i didn't at some point yeah. it's like oh like i could probably escape through the loophole of like playing historic brawl haha ha. no no it's everything shifted all of these yeah they, all, they only left it. i think it was either shifted. it was either the problem with changing pre-existing cards or I don't know because I think the idea it was either pre-existing cards or make pioneer choose one but this limbo is worse because you're not even giving the player choice to like delete your cards mm-hmm. like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's really mm-hmm. sad so guys first thoughts of the new Kamigawa said do you like it you don't like it do you expect uh, more to it I mean, if it has phasing, that's cool. I, I've i grown tired and weary of these sets. I disliked Innistrad because it's not like my flavor and there was nothing interesting there besides the lands. Great lands, by the way. I bought one of each. Great freaking commander lands. Yes. Um, well, I, very, the, only very thing I liked, the only thing I liked about Innistrad besides the lands was that, um, that Soren that's with the art of the... Right, the Dracula. The, the the artist that made um castlevania the was borderless the dracula? one dracula one or is it the other one no it was a it, it was it was it was soren let me look well i mean it. there's a there's a version of story that is literally count dracula yeah not That's castlevania yeah, count dracula just exactly just it wasn't like, castlevania uh, dracula it was just normal yeah, book just book <laughs> literature book dracula, dracula. <laughs> literature no let me dracula, look let me look for it. it let me look for it no, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can confirm. Trust me, if it would have been Castlevania, I would, I would have gone right? nuts. Yeah. I would have bought like all of the bad cards. I would have just bought like, yeah, yeah, yeah. take my money, take it here, the... just oh, yeah. all Let me of it. See Go. if I can yeah. open I like the... it. Take, I like take my whole bank account. This is my social security number. Just give it to me. <laughs> okay, I, uh, so yeah. here you go. I, I found it. I found it. So, so the artist is oh man, I, I, I won't. Um, artist is Ayami. Kojima. Okay. 
Jami Kojima. She is Promising the artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, so she is the official artist of one of the, I think it was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And oh. she made this Soren for the set. Okay. Oh. Uh, is that a. Is that in the set or is this it's, one of those yeah. secret layers? No, this something? is. The, no, no, no. This is in the set. It's a very, very difficult card to pull. I can imagine. Right I, now, I right now, I think that right now, let me see if I can if I can look for it. In that, that's all. That's a whole ass NFT. I, I want it now. You want, want it now? now? I want it now. It's uh, actually if if, if Wizard of the Coast would do John, NFT, John, buy my I would get in right it. now. <laughs> buy, buy my kidney right now. <laughs> do it. I, uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, I, let me see. I hope that there we uh, go. Okay. So right now the card is going for forty dollars non-foil. Mm. Damn. And foil, foil, the cheapest one at least last bought in the marketplace was one hundred and ninety-eight dollars with seventy-two cents. Christ. Buy them now. They're going to be expensive for no reason. For no. Reason. Buy them now. They're going to be right now the most no fucking no reason. reason for no reason the yeah. most cheapest is right now is um uh 144 with 99 cents my god that is the cheapest one foil i i would kill for the art card man like and the art card's not gonna be that expensive so that's good at least oh yeah the art card is not gonna be expensive you know plus Plus, it's signed by her with the gold, with the gold, yeah. you know, the gold, gold signature. signature. Gold signature. You know, but I want the card per se. I, you I know, feel, I would I like feel to like have those both. went like under a lot of people's radars, like the little cards with like the the little gold signature. The art cards. Yeah, because yeah. you get yeah. one in each booster, so it's just there's so many in the marketplace. Whoever wants them yeah. wants them. Like I got yeah. the ones that I wanted for like Urza and shit when they first did it, yeah. but then they're doing that basically every other set. So it's like mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm good because there's nothing in these. Basically, we're, I'm, I'm just waiting for the Brothers War because I know that's going to be the set that I'm probably going to splurge on. But beyond that, I'm like looking at Splur- Kamigawa. Splurge, like, he mm. says. I, I see this man getting one copy of each card. Depends on how the, good that set with the artifacts and the Urza is. If, if that Urza is crap, okay. which it might be because it's standard. Ooh. It's not going to be a broken Ooh. as Urza. But yeah. How fantastic would it be to, to see the return of like artifact heavy standard? That's what I'm artifact thinking. heavy. I, that's what I'm assuming. If you're if you're making a set artifact. with Urza, you have about, to have about artificers. Yeah, like ooh. it has to happen. It has to. So artifact, art, art, artifact dual lands that come in untapped with a condition. Please, please take all my money. All my money. All my money. <laughs> right, right, write these down, boys. This has happened different, before. Different arts, artifact we lands. Joke, we joke about some <laughs> shit, and then it just comes out <laughs> in the set. Come on, write, write, write these me, down. Give me artifact lands <laughs> as shock lands. Give me tapped, basic, you know, okay, dual yeah, colored. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm already committed to this shit. <laughs> it's over. Give me. Not making predictions anymore. He's just giving everything. Wizards. Well, no, that's for sure. They're gonna do like different art style of the artifact lands. That's probably gonna happen. Yeah, I can, I can already see Orengo in Wizard's office is just holding a gun to like Mark Rosewater's like face, just like I want, I want the this. artifact shock lands, you bastard. <laughs> no, you know, probably the the more more reasonable thing they're gonna do the Kaldheim Snowlands. Remember the top ones? They're probably gonna do the yeah. same thing with the for the artifact lands. But I think it's gonna be their compromise. Like Modern Horizons though. 
Did they do that? Oh, true. They yes. did attack lands. That's exactly You're why. You're exactly I'm thinking, right. Like, they come on. Go. We gotta get dual artifact land. Like, yeah, yeah. we gotta. We gotta. Yeah, you know. Yes, I need them. No, yeah. yeah. You know, there's in, there's one thing most, that I would in most like. Circumstances. Yeah. Like having. Uh, those kinds of dual lands that way can actually like potentially be detrimental to your deck. So I don't think it's something that's like yeah too far fetched. Like, you can really destroy a double edged sword. Yeah, you can exactly. Destroy them. Yeah. They're easier targets to destroy. They go away with a vandal blast. Like yeah, I, I don't think that it's like a like a stretch. I think yeah. it's like fine and especially depending especially on what Especially if they print Vandal Blast in standard with those lands, people are gonna think twice about being like, I'm just gonna make a deck full of artifact lands, because fuck. I think I think that would bring like be some cool. beautiful pro moments right there. Yeah, yeah. Just like yes. people just basically running one copy of Vandal Vandal Blast in their sideboard yeah. for that, like just in case. Just in case. Uh, and then yeah. just like some, just like someone just like ramps all of their like artifact lands, and then you just see them blow them up. Oh man! Oh yeah! I think sure. it'll make for some great moments. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I can't freaking you know, wait. I, you know, you know what I always think because we have we have pulled out some of our crazy um, ideas from the show. They actually do happen in in the sets, so I, I think that yeah. they have to have somebody in in like Wizard of the Coast, like okay, just scanning put, the internet. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, he's gonna be like, you're going to look for for the titles, and if the title says anything of standard, you're gonna watch it, and then when you finish <laughs> watching it, you're gonna write down the ideas. Write that down, write that down. Some of these idiots <laughs> are gonna are gonna give you a good idea. <laughs> oh man because uh, uh, dudes like uh, you imagine that in that set like Orengo said yeah, dual lands but let them be artifacts yeah god like the ones from like like Orengo mentioned from mm -hmm. Kaldine but but a little bit much better you know yeah. instead of being tapped they have like some some like condition that you can put them untapped or some shit like that you know but it would be great I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like not gonna lie. Reveal an it, artifact it from great. your hand, and it comes in untapped. It can be like workshops, little, yeah. little like artif artificers mm. workshops. Yeah, that'd be sick. You know, you know which lands I would like to see back in standard, just because uh, I I I used to play this deck, um, in in modern, um, mm. the Urza lands. That's what I was thinking yeah. right now. Like the return of the Urza lands. Yeah. That would be insane. That would be insane. Oh, yes. But I that think they're reserved as cards, so that's why they can't do them. But they could do Are they nerfed really? versions. Yeah. That's why Cradle, uh, Gaia's Cradle, they can never be reprinted. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's an reserve. Yeah, but weren't the I just find it funny because reprinted like, in Double Masters. No, ba. Yes. Yes, no. they were. They were recently reprinted. I think Gaia's so. Cradle yeah, is, they a, were. is an Urza land. No, not, not Gaia's Cradle. They were. But that's they... an Urza land. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean the actual Urza lands. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant not, the ones that like came out Urza of the, the set. No, no. Pendon, yeah, Pendon. No, yeah, they did reprint them. And they can put them yeah, in standard, because yeah, yeah. why not? I mean, no, why Honestly, not? oh, man, it'd be great. And then great. And Pi Pioneer, Pioneer would go nuts. Oh, yeah. People are going to start playing Tron Pioneer from like, coming down with Urza. Uh, not mm -hmm. Urza. What's his face with with what's his face McGee? Yes, what Eugene. his face? Eugene, Eugene McGee. Eugene, yes. Eugene McGee, yeah. Eugene the Concession Dragon. Yeah. As as he's properly named. Exactly. <laughs> Wizards got the wrong name on the Oh card. my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, so 
so we gave our final thoughts and we are ready to next week have our season finale so i don't know what we might do next week probably we'll uh instead of talk we'll have a good commander game with the whole with the whole crew I hope we'll that play, JP will play can one make game it. of each format in Magic the Gathering's M- history. Exa- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. It would. Oh it would. god. That would be great. I, we, I got, the, I got the, like the, mono the red like modern like somewhere around here. Five o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock at, oh, yeah, like at two o'clock in the F in the in That'd the mid, uh, Jesus. Sounds um, so so Chris. So Chris we're <laughs> Chris, where can the people find you? Well, you can occasionally find me on Twitch once I start making some more stuff on there. You can obviously always interact with all of us in the Cardboard Cave podcast page. And you can find me here in the Cardboard Cave podcast. How about you, Orengo? Where can the people find you? You can find me here with you guys talking about magic. You can find me at The Movie Guy. You can also find me at Cinemas Podcast. I have a podcast tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Bo Burnham's Inside. Um, you can also find me in Subtitles Required with John as well. We have this episode uh, this month. It's Your Name, the anime film. Yes, coming and out tomorrow. Exactly. And NXB and Richport with Cine Nerds and After School Club. That's amazing. So, guys, you guys can find me in all my new social media as Real In Films. I still do have my normal BB117 Instagram and Twitter. I use them occasionally, but I'm right now focusing on my new page. It's called Real In Films and website as well here with the guys at cardboard cave that we have um our next episode will be next uh wednesday that will be our season finale episode for all of you let's hope um let's see if i have a great idea to just give something great for for all of our viewers and as well with the movie guy the new episode of up up left right is available right now i'm with orengo talking about the the series arcane and that's the season finale of that um show so we will see you um next year with uh more up up left right content and um where else uh when, where else when, can when you see? when you're talking about that resident evil movie i've heard such good things about oh, oh i haven't one. watched it yet the new I have one to watch yeah. it is already in vod mm-hmm. i'm gonna i, I I'm gonna watch it. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna it. talk about it. Yeah, you gotta check. I'm it. gonna talk about it. You know what? I'm gonna invite. I've heard um, so many good Kai. things about it. I'm so gonna invite many good Oscar because he liked he liked that movie. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Really? Someone that. someone that I actually heard that liked the film. Mm-hmm. He actually liked yes. that. I believe. Now, now I really gotta watch it because I heard yeah. some controversial like stuff. Same. About it. Same. Yeah. Same. I've heard the same thing. So I know that when I sit down and watch that movie, ah, I've had so much fun. <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking where else can they find me? Um yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. about it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, subtitles required. Episode is going to go live tomorrow. So mm-hmm. pay attention to Cinema's podcast and Real In Films social media for the episode details. I know you guys can go ahead and listen to it. That will be um Orengo and mine's season finale until we come back next month with the movie Eight and a Half. Um, it's an uh, Italian film if I'm not mistaken again right si, Fellini Interesting. yes yeah so so guys we will see you guys next week um, next Wednesday uh, during the the rest of this week um, uh, and the start of next week you will know what we're going to be doing um, next week so 
just gonna let you guys with a small little message of our local game store so if you guys are looking for anything magic gathering related just go ahead and pass by to their um facebook page or that you can go ahead and ask for their products i did see that they have available midnight hunt crimson vow and mystery booster boxes so Convention. If you guys are yeah. one uh, exactly convention edition, um, if you guys want that those type of products, just go to their Facebook page and they will uh, answer you through the message uh, through their message system, and they will pro and they can ship you the um, the products as well. So just go ahead and here is a message from them. Hey geeks, do you love comics, collectibles, and TCG? Well, here at Cardboard Cave, we have the place for you. Pass by Capitan Granuja Comics and Games and find all your favorite geeky items there. Look for them at Facebook or Instagram or call them at 787-659-7003. A store blessed by Nicole Bolas.